Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business owners who are getting the move on. And our guest this week, well, she has used her health issues as motivation to grow a strong and profitable business. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we chat with real business owners who have real success and learn from them about what works, what doesn't, and who want you to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a train. Join us where you can learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Trisha Bland, the owner of Lean Consulting. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you, Michael. I'm pleased to be here today. And for visioneers who don't know who you are, who are you, and what is it that you do? So I'm Trisha Bland with Lean Consulting, and it stands for Lifestyle of Exercise and Nutrition. I am a registered dietitian nutritionist, have been for 36 years, and an American Council on Exercise certified personal trainer for 28 years. Now, for those of you who are watching this on YouTube, we are in, as you know, we go on location to where the business is happening. And Tricia, you have to explain where we are because this is fantastic. I've never seen anything like this before. Well, thank you. Um, we are at, actually, an extension of my home. And this is my private fitness studio, which uh, we actually call our wellness facility. Okay because I'm a member of the Medical Fitness Association and that allows me to continue to um, operate and help people that aren't just looking for fitness, mm. but maybe also have a chronic disease mm. or some other medical ailment. Okay. And therefore they need a little bit more one-on-one um, -on -one, um, personal training, but also supervision for their condition that they have. The thing that's fascinating about this Visioneers is the amount of equipment. Now, I've been in a new, many gyms over the course of my time <laughs> when I was in high school and in college and, and whatnot, and this is impressive. I mean, you've got gear and equipment and, and you know, free weights, and oh my gosh, where did all this come from? Gradual uh, purchases based on people's needs. Okay. So I have um, two clients, actually, that don't have their legs. Okay. And so we have adaptive equipment for them. Um, obviously not one size fits all right. for um, exercise. Some right. people really loathe it. Um, so we try I to... love getting up at yeah. four in the morning to go work out. Yeah. Oh, I don't. So we're trying to make it as enjoyable as possible, but also really have a wide enough uh, pieces of equipment and different types of exercise to accommodate everybody uh, based on age. Mm -hmm fitness level, um, as well as just what is current in the profession. And so right. I do tend to, I've, I've purchased new things in just, you know, the last few years, uh, obviously looking and seeing what's new out there and really what's good. Not everything that's new is, right. is great, sure. um, but really what has shown to have the greatest benefit for other people. For those visioneers who've been following me, especially on social media, you know that I recently had shoulder surgery done on my right shoulder. And this is one of the things that I found fascinating when I was talking to Tricia, is that your equipment here is a, you, you have different kinds of 
equipment here depending on the needs or the ailments, as it mm -hmm. were, of your client. Yeah. Uh, what kinds, give us a, a brief overview. If, if somebody is in their 60s, let's say, and they have leg issues, what are some of the things that you would help with them? Or somebody in their 40s that has a shoulder issue, we're not yeah. mentioning any names. Right. What, 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 would, you, what would you recommend and, and help them with, with what you have here? Well, when they have a leg issue, it depends on if they can do any weight bearing or not. Mm. So we do obviously have pieces of equipment right behind you um, that offers exercise where um, they use minimal leg pressure. Because they're, they're sitting on a chair. Right, and their legs are extended in front of them, so there's not even that. It, a recumbent bite where, you're, where your legs are out in front right. is different than a sit on top where your legs are down. You're still applying more pressure at times when your legs are down. Right, right. So it just is um, a rower can actually take also some stress off of legs. Right. Um, if and it's rowing, actually something where it's it's especially more like the foot and ankle, but um, and the you rower know. and the rower is it's got a seat and it's like mm -hmm. it's like a traditional canoe rolling rowing machine like a rowing machine uh-huh the hardest thing about that would be if someone had a recent um, partial or total knee replacement or meniscus tear because then once again you got to look at how far is that extent right how much flexion they're doing with the knee and extension so you just like I said we want to make sure we have enough adaptive equipment in here to help people with what their needs are um, same thing like you said with the age if they're 40 and there's a shoulder issue I have some rehab um, equipment in there for shoulders you have three rooms uh-huh let's let, let that sink in for a little bit <laughs> moment here. you have three rooms worth of equipment of free weights of bicycle type of climbers of just weight machines this is this is incredible. I mean, you've got a lot of great stuff in here. What got you into all this in the first place? Um, well, going way back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 20, 28 years ago or a so? further back. Oh, okay. Um, so what got me into, well, yes, 28 and a little further past that got the interest going. Um, I am a cancer survivor. Congratulations. Thank you. And so I was, you know, before that, I was your typical step aerobics, go to the gym mom, two to three days a week when you could fit it in. Right. Um, but I was always active as in a teenager and, you know, in high school and soccer and softball and all those sports after school, AYSO. So, but what happened was um, when I came down with the cancer and I had uh, bilateral mastectomies and it was like, I took a whole year of, you know, I had three major surgeries that year, and it was then a year after that of like major healing, rehabbing. Right. Right. But then after that, it was like I wasn't doing anything, and it was kind of wow. I was a woe is me. I wasn't my myself. I wasn't the person that I knew I wanted to be or used to be, right. way more active. And so I needed a goal, and I know myself. I needed a goal that um, wasn't just. Mo like um, written on paper where I'll go to the gym three days a week. I needed a goal that forced me, no matter what, I had to do something to get that goal. Meaning, no matter what, I wasn't going to achieve that just by my choice. And that was getting certified, I thought, as a trainer, taking a test, 
passing the test. And back then I also had to do a physical endurance test. So doing a physical test and that forced me to do, to like say, oh, I, I have to get into shape. Right. And so when I called, I narrowed it down to the American Council on Exercise based on kind of like what I wanted to do with it. Right. I never thought it was going to get this way. <laughs> um, more of a hobby. Um, but I decided that um, in doing that, I would take the test and called them and I, they said, well, you can take one in four weeks, six weeks, three months, what, you know, we can just pick a date. And right. I picked it 18 months out. Why 18 months? Because I knew how, um, how weak I was. I knew ah. that, um, you know, having my pectoralis and serratus muscles cut and changed and moved and all the reconstruction that I had done, I knew, um, and lack of strength from atrophy, I knew I had a lot of work to do. Was this a situation, because goal setting is very important to a lot of business owners. Oh, yes. And is, was this one of those situations that you were able to figure out your 18 months because you worked it backwards? You went through and said, I have to achieve this before I can do this, and it's going to take this amount of time. And after I do that, then I climb to the next step and the next step. And then that, is that how you figured out the 18 months? Or was this one of those situations where you went down to McGarry's Pub and went to the dartboard and threw a dart and said, oh, 18 months works? No, <laughs> not a beer drinker. Um, what I, how I determined it was um, I knew, I looked at what, what there requirements were right. and I knew where I was at and uh, I knew that it was going to take me quite a bit of time to get there right. so I really wanted to pass and I really wanted to give myself the time because mm. I still had um, when I had them my children were four and a half I had twins oh so I had that commitment right not only um, one child and, difficult right. now you got twins right and I was working full-time right I wanted to be realistic mm. I didn't want to have the test come up and cancel the date because right. I wasn't ready. What's the difference between being realistic and using as a crutch an excuse to keep putting it off? Um, that's the word try. Got it. I always tell people when they come in my office and I, they say, well, I'll try to do that. And I said, oh, you just told me you're not, you're not going to make it. In the next segment, we're going to talk about nutrition, which is a very important part of lean, the N in lean consulting. Yeah. But before we do that, for the business owner that is looking for personal training to achieve personal goals that needs somebody or wants somebody to help them with that encouragement, help them, help them improve their wellness, yeah. how do they get in touch with you? Thank you for asking. Um, you can reach me at my phone number, which is 661-201-6298, or you can get me on my email, which is my last name, Bland, B-L-A-N-D. My friends call me Nutricia, so it's Bland, Nutricia, N-U-T-R-I-C-I-A, the number one at gmail.com. And when we come back, I've got a visioneer question here that has come across my email and my social media numerous times talking about every time I go to the doctor, it seems to get more complicated, which Patricia is going to answer when we come back and how to improve your nutrition at home when we come right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Hugh Beatty, the wellness doc, AKA TWD. If you find yourself struggling with chronic stress, and feeling physically exhausted, and it's impacting your blood pressure, and this has a major impact on your business performance, you need to come see me, Dr. Hugh Beatty, The Wellness Doc. I can evaluate you for hormonal deficiencies, nutritional deficiencies, and gut health. If you want to get your life back, please come see me, Dr. Hugh Beatty, The Wellness Doc.
reach out to Hugh Beatty, MD, the wellness doc at 661-395-0315. That's 661-395-0315. Or visit them online at hughbeattymd.com. That's H-U-G-H-B-E-A-T-T-Y-M-D.com. I'm here with Trisha Bland, the owner of Lean Consulting, and we are in a different location. Where are we, Trisha? You're in my kitchen. And why are we in this location? Because now I'm going to talk about nutrition and my philosophy of how to get people healthy with nutrition and portion control. We're going and to talk your about second hat. Is my second hat. <laughs> Very good. Now, before we get into the portion controls, Visioneer Steve asks, as I'm getting older, my health issues seem to get more and more complicated, and I get nervous when I go to the doctor to find out, what is it this time? How have you dealt with this? Um, one thing I like to tell myself, and I actually recently had a client that had a similar question for me, and that is to literally ask yourself, do some self-talk and say, okay, well, what have I been doing? Mm. What have I been doing that's positive mm. behavior toward my health? Okay. And, and, and get some confidence about, well, okay, I've... You know, I've, I've cut back on fried foods, I've cut back on salt a little bit, I've cut back on my drinking a little bit, and I'm not eating as many sweets. And, and tell yourself, like, well, I've actually been doing some positive things. So I do feel that as we get older, we, you know, it's natural that certain things start to kind of decline a little bit. Right. But we have to remind ourselves, we have to ask ourselves, kind of put ourselves in check, like, well, what am I doing that's better? Right. And then if there isn't anything, then that's when you do need to think about, okay, he's probably going to, or he, she, he or she is going to say, well, my blood sugar might be up or my cholesterol might be up. Right. And that's when you've just got to be honest with yourself and say, okay, well, I have been doing A, B, C, and D, and I got to do a little bit of le less, less of that right. and more of this, which could be exercise or substituting leaner proteins for higher fat proteins. And that's when you just got to, you know, put it in a realistic perspective of you, you do have a lot of control that you can put to practice. Sure. And you also have to keep in mind, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, an old saying my grandmother used to say, getting old is not for sissies. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. The body definitely um, naturally declines and right. slows down a little bit. Right. So we have to do things to help it get better in areas that we can mm. or accept how we need to adapt right. with the changes. And part of that adaptation is, and we're looking here on the counter here in Trisha's kitchen, these are different plates and bowls and, and explain what's going on here because they seem, it seems more, well, explain to us what's going on here. Okay, well, I like to talk about how just out of change over the years right. that um, the stoneware that we purchase in order to eat off of. The plates and the bowls mm -hmm. and things like that, yeah. Has totally changed with portion size. Oh. And just like the portions have changed with beverages and hamburger sizes and things like that at fast food restaurants. We've right. seen, you know, it used to be 24 ounces were the largest one. Right. You know, now it's above 64 in certain places. Right. So it's just gotten excessively changing. And why are the size of portions so important when it comes to your diet and your health? 
Well, portions equate to calories. I don't oh. talk about calories when you see me as a dietitian because calories don't talk about the composition of the food. Oh. I mean, you could put in front of me 100 calories of carbohydrate, 100 calories of fat, or 100 calories of protein, and they'll all be 100 calories. Right. But they'll all be metabolized differently in the body and do different things for your body. So bread will do something different than grains. Will, I mean, bread will... So bread will do something different than meat will, will do something different than other kinds fat. of fat, exactly. Right, okay. than fats. And so with those major, the three macronutrients, we want to explain and teach people right. how they work differently in your body. Right. And that way I believe you'll take greater ownership for what you put in your mouth uh, okay. because what you put in your mouth either makes healthy cells or unhealthy cells. Right. So it's important to make... No, I would say I call it the 90-10 rule, 90% of the time, the better choice. <laughs> but you do allow for that 10% for that occasional Oh, for sure. Chocolate. I want people to celebrate their birthdays. <laughs> they come once a year. I want cake too, and I want the corner piece with more frosting. So, um, yeah, you definitely want to celebrate. You want to celebrate the anniversaries, the, the birth, you know, the weddings. You want to celebrate um, going on a cruise. It's important that you enjoy celebrations. And then you can get back and go, oh my gosh, I had so much fun, I'm ready to get back on track. Describe for us these different plates and what they, what they mean. Okay, well back, this is the dinner plate size back in 1960. And, and it's about, this, it's what, eight inches in diameter? Is that about right? Eight inches, nine inches in diameter? Um, yeah, it's just eight inches. And what I like to show is that it is the size of our salad plate today. So, our, so back in the 60s, an eight-inch plate was what your main course went on. Now, right. now it's just the appetizer. Right. Wow. Or the salad. Yep. And so then here is the cereal bowl for 1960. And this is what I like to show. And the bowl is like, what, four inches in diameter? Mm -hmm. Okay. And what I like to show is that this is a half cup of cereal. And now if I put the same portion, which is what's recommended still today as the right amount of cereal, <laughs> you can see what it would happen in a portion bowl of today. Which is, People this typically is about six, up. This is like six to eight inches and another inch and a half deeper. Yeah, and people typically will fill their cereal up near the rim. Well, I do. And, and right, sugar. And so it's just a lot more um, calories because they just don't know what a true portion is. And now we get to the dinner plate. Yeah, so this came, that was the dinner plate that came out in 1990, okay. this size. But and, this and is what, so our, our dinner plate today, the difference is, is that you don't, it's kind of hard to see, but the rim goes all the way to here. So once again, if I take the portion size, which was still recommended, um, and we put everything where it goes, you can see where the rim comes in so it still narrows how much you're going to put on your plate. So the dinner plate, just from 1960 to 1990, it got bigger. It went from six inches to ten inches. Mm -hmm. But then when you put this on here, you'll see that without having that big rim, people ultimately will look at it and go, um, "That's like way too small of a piece of chicken. Uh, that's a really small potato." And boy, I didn't get my money's worth on that broccoli. So, so they naturally eat more. Right, or at the restaurant, they would never serve that. So people are just getting more food, and then it's served to them, and they're paying for it, so they're going to eat it. And therein lies the problem. Therein lies the problem. So if, you've, if you're a busy business owner, and you're going to your favorite local steakhouse, mm -hmm. and you're getting this 10 to 12-inch plate, yes. and you're trying to, to, to normalize what your nutrition should be, do you discard 
the, the bigger plate and tell the waiter, you know, serve it to me on a salad plate? No, that's when you tell yourself you're eating half and you get a doggy bag. Uh, or you're or to go box to go home you're you're telling yourself I'm eating three quarters it really depends on if you're male female I mean I know they should not have male female portions on a, on a menu right but um, if if a five-foot woman ate the same thing as her six foot two husband you just I mean there's just a mass difference that you know right off the bat right. and they order the exact same meal there's issues there calorically and metabolism, and you just got to be careful with the portion control. When we come back, we're going to answer a visioneer question about one-on-one -on -one sessions and how to grow out of them so that you can grow your business exponentially. When we come right back. The reason we're talking with Trisha Bland, the owner of Lean Consulting, is because of a visioneer question that came from a visioneer just like you. We had a visioneer that wanted to find out about how to eat correctly, also known as portion control, at a business lunch without losing face. So if you've got a question, you've got a thought, something you'd like to learn about here on Small Business Celebration, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and let us know. Who knows, your question, your thought, something that you would like to learn about might appear here on Small Business Celebration. So reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. I'm here with Trisha Bland, the owner of Lean Consulting. And Trisha, first of all, you've changed. I have. This is my other hat, my second hat as a personal trainer. And this is all of your workout outfit. That's it. Gucci. No. <laughs> they don't make talls anymore. Oh, darn. But we are standing here, or you're standing in front of this wonderful piece of equipment, and, and there's, there's two parts of this that's very important. First of all, describe for our listeners what this is. Um, it's called a Gravitron, okay. and it um, offsets your body weight with an air compressor, and it allows you to do assisted chin-ups, pull-ups, and dips, which most people can't do on their own. Why is this... Gravitron, so important to you. Yeah, this is my very favorite piece of upper body equipment because it brought me back from every surgery I've had, 13 chest surgeries, and it's brought wow. me back from every one to get my strength back. Wow. And I, because it's assisted, it allowed me to start at the lowest level right. and work up to achieve greater and greater strength. How many of your clients use this piece of equipment? Um, I put on every one of them. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Unless they had like, I have one client that had double shoulder replacement, oh. and he's not on it. Right. Um, but then even the people that have had rotator cuff repairs, right. there are certain positions we don't get them into, but other positions they can do. Well, show us how this works, and I'll try to okay. describe what you're doing. So please, please okay, do so tell. Okay, so I've already programmed it. So I'm allowed to, I'm, it, it allows me to just offset my body weight. And you, you've done it like sort of like a push-up bar, and it's right. just pushing And then up. I go back into dips. Uh -huh. And it counts Up, for down. me, and it keeps track of my minutes. And then right when I go from the dip position, I can go right into a military pull-up. Okay. Oh, it and takes you even higher. Yeah. And it, then the machine actually assists you going up and down. Right. And then I can come back down uh -huh. and go back down into dips. And then from here, I go out to a wide grip pull-up, uh -huh. which for most people, we never get into that position. I mean, we're not... We're rarely getting our body into that position. So a lot of people, therefore, can't do a pull-up. Wow. Because there's really nothing else we do naturally that, you know, would assist us there. And then back into dips. And then it ends 
up here with a parallel bar chin up going all the way up and coming all the way down. And so I work people through a total of 72 reps Wow. Um, of each one. So they're cycling through doing 12 reps in each position. And then you just come on down gently. And then when you push the button, the air compressor takes out all of the compression and then you can step off safely and you've achieved your great morning upper body workout. And take a towel and, and, and towel <laughs> off in the process. Yeah. Now, you also have another piece of equipment in here that we're gonna go talk, that we're gonna show you in a minute here. But I have to ask you a question from okay. Visioner Brianna, because as you know, we get a lot of questions from Visioner Nation. Yes. And as we're going over here, Visioner Brianna asks, we are trying to reach more people with our message and services and working with clients beyond one-on-one sessions. What have you found that works? Um, I like to do group, small groups mm. um, and have like a easy, casual, circular, open forum. Right. First of all, it, it allows people that are a little shy to do one-on-one -on -one or a little right. intimidated to kind of get relaxed, listen from others, and then engage. Ah. And so I find it really helpful to get a group of people who are interested in the same topic of nutrition or exercise, whichever it is, right. and then do a small little group setting. And that has been very effective for me. Does that allow your business to grow because you're, you're, you're using the word of mouth marketing technique, as it were, does that help you grow your business? Oh, it does. It does. In fact, I've been very blessed because I've never advertised. Oh. My business has solely been from word of mouth. Right. What helped me was starting in, um, I mean, yes, I'm still in the medical field, but I'm in private practice, but starting in the hospital setting and right. with Catholic Healthcare West for a long time and earlier than that was Sutter Healthcare Systems in the Bay Area to get a really good rapport with a, a physician network mm -hmm. and then let them know I was going into private practice. Oh. And so that's how I get a lot of my clinical referrals. And now, um, you know, just the community knowing me and different doctors knowing me as well as my own physician. Sure. And she sends clients because there aren't a lot of dietitians in private practice. Well, and dietitians that also do the physical work and the physical therapy that you do. Yeah. So... When you say physical therapy, just right. to clarify, I like to let people know that I'm not a physical therapist, but if you know they have left now their physical therapy and need continued right. adaptations to their workout, we have a lot of different actual things that are in physical therapy settings to allow for that. Right. Um, so as long as I just know the progression they need to make from their therapist, right. um, I'll see a lot of clients for that. Now this piece of equipment, uh, it, I love it, that. <laughs> what is this? It, it looks like it's a piece of, uh, well, it looks like bands that are permanently affixed to Attached the ceiling. to the wall, yes. So um, it's called a TRX, and it's a suspension body trainer. So you're working with your own body weight. So it's a little harder than just getting on a piece of equipment right. um, that's helping you, well, assisted with you, like, for example, an elliptical or, right. or something that's giving you some assistance. Right. So you are required, depending on your distance, from what's called the anchor. Right, right, right. So right. the closer to the anchor, the harder it is, because now oh. I'm much lower to the ground. Right, right. Compared to if I'm further away from the anchor, right. then I'm much higher. Okay. So you can assist a bunch of different levels of strength and age groups with this. And every client that I've had that's had a total knee replacement can do this and now do a squat with assistants oh. who couldn't do a squat without it. Sure. Right. So, um, 
And then my really skilled younger ones you can do. Um, so if you needed assistance with a squat, you're back here. But then if you're more skilled, then people are doing like a one-legged right. squat. And you're doing this with perfect form. Well, thank you. <laughs> but there's over, there's over um, 100 exercises that you can do with this. Lots wow. of upper body. Um, you can do a chest press. So many different things. I have to ask you, because yeah. you mentioned in the first segment that you just keep adding on to stuff mm -hmm. and adding on to stuff. And this is something a lot of business owners do. They, the business becomes successful. They keep growing and they keep adding things to this. What mentors have you had that has helped guide you through this 20, 30 year long process? There is one boss that stands out about something um, that was a good hard lesson for me. Right. And um, What was that lesson? The lesson was this. I went to him and I said, Tom, I've got, I've got this challenge. And he said, so what, um, what have you figured out? Um, how are you going to, what are you, you going to do to solve that? And I said, well, that's why I'm here. And he goes, no, you're going to come back with three ideas. Ah. And because this is your specialty. I, I'm over the whole corporation. I'm the CEO, but it's your specialty. So you're going to come back with three ideas, and I will help you determine which one is the best solution. Mm. But until you come back with me with three solutions, don't come back to my office. <laughs> and I left there like, like a dog with a tail between their legs. But you know what? It made me look at solutions and challenges is now just it's a challenge it's it's not a problem it's, it totally taught me a different way to look at things right. and to always kind of have abc ready to go if this doesn't work we're going to try this and so that was one of the biggest learning lessons i had and i was fortunate that i was young i was quite young at the time i was 26. wow how have you taught that lesson to other people um, teaching them that no matter how old you are and what's going on, you can get better and you can change. Um, even if you feel like you have acquired an extreme limitation, right. um, that there's still options out there. There are still lots of things we can do. Um, you know, it was like the time that um, I helped my client who lost both of his legs get a recumbent bike, and now we actually do races together. Wow. We, Glenn and I stay behind him on our tandem and help him get his refreshments at the pit stops. And so, you know, just, just getting people to keep going that there's still so much joy in life, even when we were confronted with huge challenges and huge, huge hiccups that make us stop. But um, I always use the word hiccup with my friends. It's okay. It's a, it's a hiccup and this is a big one, but we're going to get through it. Um, and just having that, you know, if I had to think of three great things that I would tell a business owner or someone, you know, starting a business, especially if they're starting one by themselves like I did, um, it's to first figure out what's your passion. Yeah. What's really your purpose? What, what's mm, your purpose? Right. And then persevere. I always call it the three Ps. Um, and then just persevere through it, no matter how many obstacles there are, because I've learned, like, I never thought I was going to get cancer at 19. 
That was 19. My, that was my first tumor. Wow. Now it, that went on. I got five tumors until I got to be 31. And then that's when they said, you're a time bomb. It's going to go up. We got to do something. Right. But the, Stanford said I was the youngest case they'd seen. So in a long time, and they were being very conservative. Right. But, um, then it was time to do something because we had no genetic history before that. If visionaries want to get in touch with you, mm -hmm. how do they do that? You can call me at my cell phone at 201-6298. Or you can reach me at my email at bland, B-L-A-N-D, nutricia, N-U-T-R-I-C-I-A, the number one, at gmail.com. Well, Trisha, this has been a real privilege. Thank you for inviting us to this fantastic wellness center. Thank you. And, and it's been a real treat having you on. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Thank you. And I'll be right back with my final thought. Hi, I'm Dr. Hugh Baby, the wellness doc, a.k.a. TWD. If you find yourself struggling with chronic stress and feeling physically exhausted, and it's impacting your blood pressure, and this has a major impact on your business performance, you need to come see me, Dr. Hugh Baby, the wellness doc. I can evaluate you for hormonal deficiencies, nutritional deficiencies, and gut health. If you want to get your life back, please come see me, Dr. Hugh Beatty, The Wellness Doc. Reach out to Hugh Beatty, MD, The Wellness Doc at 661-395-0315. That's 661-395-0315. Or visit them online at HughBeattyMD.com. That's H-U-G-H-B-E-A-T-T-Y-M-D.com. Getting the shot. A lot of you visioners may know I recently had shoulder surgery and as part of my recovery my beautiful bride took me on a day trip to the Kern River and the Kern River is one of Kern County's most beautiful and wonders of nature and on this particular early summer day my wife and I went up the Kern River Canyon pulled off to the side of the road and went down to the banks of the river to enjoy nature's beauty and wonder and we came upon a photographer now it's not uncommon for there to be photographers taking pictures of the Kern River. In fact, photographers come from all over the world to take pictures. But this photographer stood out. You see, he was going up and down the banks of the river taking pictures with his camera. But something caught his eye. He lifted up his camera, he took a couple pictures, looked in the viewfinder of his camera, adjusted the settings on his camera, took a couple more pictures, changed the focus, took a couple more, looked at the results on his camera, changed his position of where he was standing, changed a couple more settings, took a couple pictures, and finally, he got the shot. He got the picture he was looking for. And it struck me. This photographer instinctually knew something that a lot of us business owners have to learn. You see, the Kern River moves very quickly. It's splashing everywhere. There's a lot of things going on. The wind is blowing through the trees, making all the leaves rustle. There are bugs flying everywhere, getting into everything. And yet, this photographer blocked all of that out focused on what he saw was important, changed his position, changed the way he took the picture, changed the settings on the tools he was using until he got the shot. 
he got what he was aiming for. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Trisha Bland, the owner of Lean Consulting, and I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business, and I'll see you here again next week. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.